For a sermon today, we're going to focus on the gospel reading, which is on page, uh, page 9 in your bulletin, Luke chapter, Luke chapter 9. I, I hate pain. I, I'm the type of person that when I have a headache or when I even maybe feel a headache is coming on, I go right up to the bathroom, I go to the medicine cabinet, grab a Tylenol, and I just don't want to think about getting the headache. And I don't think I'm, I'm all that different from the rest of the people in America. They say that um, of, in America, we make up only 5% of the global population, but 80% of the prescription painkillers are sold right here in America. Americans, in general, do not like pain. However, pain is a good thing, despite what you and I may think at times. There's a a disorder uh, called congenital insensitivity to pain with anhydrosis, otherwise known as SEPA. And it's it's a disorder in which a person is unable to feel cold or heat or any type of pain. It's a very rare disorder. However, and, and when you hear about it, you might think to yourself, wow, that would be great, an entire life without any pain, right? It's actually a horrible disease. As a baby, the baby will, will not cry, even if they're hungry. They don't know that they're hungry. Even if they have a diaper rash, they will not cry. And it seems that about half of the people who have this disease die before they even reach the age of three because they overheat. Their body is not able to, to sweat because of their un, inability to sense heat. And if they make it past the age of three, then they have constant doctor appointments and checkups whether they feel like they need it or not. Just to check them over, internally and externally, if there's anything major going on with them. The life expectancy with someone with SEPA is about 25 years. And even though you and I hate pain in general, anybody with this disorder of SEPA would love to have pain. Pain is a good thing. Today we are in our second week of talking about vocation, and, and last week we talked about the vocation that, that God has assigned to you. Not just your job, but it's more. All of you have various vocations, as a mother, as a friend, as a citizen, as an aunt, as an uncle, as a nephew, as a, as a son or daughter. We all have numerous vocations in our life that God has assigned to us, but he's also assigned something else to us. A cross, or at times, numerous crosses. Pain. And suffering for our lives. It says this in our lesson. It says that this is a, a necessary part of the Christian life. Luke chapter 9, verse 23 says, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Why? Because pain is for our good. If you get a kink in your back, it's a reminder that you need to think about the way that you pick things up so that you don't hurt it worse in the future. If you feel an internal pain, it means you need to go to the doctor to figure out what's going on before whatever it is gets worse. If you, if you are pushing your body too much in exercise or in work, your body causes you pain to tell you it's time to slow down because we can't work this hard. Pain is, in general, a good thing, but not only for our physical life, also for our spiritual life. It says this, Jesus says this, 
Whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will save it. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit his very self? See, Jesus tells us that the crosses that we bear, our emotional pain, our physical pain, and the stresses that we have in our life is actually for our good, and it has a purpose. One of the purposes of the crosses that come into our life is to remind us that this world is not our home. It's to remind us to not get comfortable here, but rather let's look forward to the home that's coming to us in heaven. This past week I spent more time than I wanted to in an airport terminal. And an airport terminal is one of those places where it's just uncomfortable, right? And that's one of the reasons that God gives us crosses. He wants us to see this world as nothing more than an airport terminal as we wait for the final destination of heaven. And we might think to ourselves, you know, Lord, I don't need these crosses and sufferings in my life. I already know what's coming towards the end. My faith is strong enough. I'm focused enough on you. I don't need any more help. I don't need this cross in my life now. It kind of reminds me of the phases that my children have gone through, each and every one of them, that, that I can do it myself phase. Um, and we're, when we're trying to get out the door, got to get the shoes on the girls, and she says, no, 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 I can do it myself. All right, try to do it yourself. You got to get your, your socks on first. No, 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 I can do it myself. Okay, fine. Do it yourself, right? Independence. There is pride in being independent, even as a toddler, and it, it doesn't go away as we get older. Right? There's pride when a college student gets to move on with their life and, and say goodbye to mom and dad because they are independent. They can take care of themselves now. There's pride in your work when you don't need someone looking over your shoulder or telling you what to do. You can work by yourself and you can get things done. You're independent. And there's pride in not receiving charity, but rather saying, we can do this on our own without the help of anybody else. But the crosses that come into our life is consistently a reminder that we need to be dependent. It's a constantly a reminder of how weak we are and yet how strong we are with our God by our side. That's what the crosses in our life does. It focuses us not only on the final destination, but it focuses us on our God who is so much stronger than we are. Focus us on our God who we need daily. The cross is a good thing. And I don't know about you, but when there's problems going on in my life, it always seems that that's when my prayer life always seems to be at its best. And maybe that's true for you too. And it's that way, even though we don't think we need crosses in our life, even though we think that our faith is strong enough. My, my daughter, Lily, now is just over a year old, and she has discovered the stairs. And the stairs in our house are steep, and they are slippery, and she wants to go up them. She can go up them, but, but she will fall, and, and she will fall hard and bad. So we, every time she goes up those stairs, we have to pick her up and take her down, and guess what she does? She fights, and she screams, and she's probably thinking to herself, why does my daddy hate me so much that he doesn't let me go on these stairs. And is that any different than us when we have things in our life that we want, goals in our life that we want, crosses in our life that is causing us pain and suffering? We say, why, Lord? Why would you allow these things in my life? It doesn't make sense. This is not for my good. 
our Heavenly Father knows better, doesn't he? We despise the crosses that come into our lives. And so the, the single person who feels loneliness at times looks with envy at the couple who seems to love each other and spends a lot of time with each other. And the married couple looks with envy at the married couple who has children. And the married couple with children looks with envy at the freedom that the single person has. And the stressed-out college student looks with envy at the young professional who doesn't have to deal with college anymore, and they despise their vocation and their cross. And the person who loathes their job looks with envy at the other person who seems to love going to work every day, and they despise their vocation and their cross. And the person who suffers from diabetes looks with envy at the other people who who always seem so healthy and happy and despise their cross. We despise the crosses that come into our life, even though we know up here that these crosses are for our good. Thank God our God didn't despise his cross. Thank God that our Savior rather embraced the cross that was given to him. And not a metaphorical cross, but a real one. This is what it says in, in our lesson. Verse 22, as Jesus talks about the cross that he was going to face. He says, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. And you have to wonder to yourself, why would the creator of the universe go towards this pain and suffering? Why would he go towards this cross? Not a metaphorical one, again, but a real cross, a literal cross. It's like getting in line for the electric chair. Why would he do that? Why would he knowingly go towards that kind of pain? The pain he would have to face as the soldiers whipped him and beat him and finally strung him up on that cross. Why would he knowingly go towards pain as much more than physical pain, but spiritual pain, as he put on himself all the sins of the entire world, your own sins on him? where he paid your punishment that you and I deserve on the cross, why would he go towards that and embrace that pain and suffering? Because that's his vocation. He was assigned the role as Savior of the world. And that prestigious title comes with suffering, great suffering. But it was suffering that was for good specifically our good. We oftentimes thank God that he embraced his cross. I don't think we as often um, thank God for the crosses that he puts into our own lives, do we? But you see, remember that the crosses that are brought into our lives are very different than the cross that Jesus had to face. The cross that Jesus went towards is different than ours in that we don't have to make any more payment for our sin or try to earn a better spot in heaven. It's already ours. That's what Jesus won for us already. But rather, the crosses in our life serve a different purpose. They help us focus our minds on this world as a temporary place, as nothing more than an uncomfortable airport terminal, as a simply way to go home. The crosses that come into our life remind us of the importance of our spiritual life not just being comfortable here in this world. So what are the crosses that you have to face in your life? Are you, is it a, a co-worker, a job, a stress at your work? And it says in our lesson, these aren't just 
one cross you have to deal with in your life, but he calls them daily crosses that we deal with, daily. Are they family issues? Are they emotional struggles, physical pain that you have to deal with? Embrace those crosses that you have. Don't hate them. Knowing that your Heavenly Father has a good purpose and plan for those crosses that he has given to you. Some of you may know this because I've been complaining about it enough for the past um, few weeks, but I, 10 years ago, I, I hurt my back, um, and it's been a recurring problem. Uh, this last summer, as I was playing tennis, I hurt my back again, and then two weeks ago, I hurt my back one more time. Do you know what I was doing to hurt my back? This will make you laugh. I, I was shaving. Yeah, I was shaving. I don't do acrobats or anything when I shave. I, it's just leaning over a little bit was enough to get my herniated disc to just give way, and it was just a horrible amount of pain, right? And I went to the doctor and, and talked to him about it, and he said, you have to go get an MRI and get this thing figured out. And I said to him, Doc, what is going on with me? You know, I, I exercise regularly. My back is actually very strong. My core is strong. What's going on? And he said, well, obviously it's not as strong as you think it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right, isn't it? And isn't that the same thing for us, too? We so often think we are strong enough. We, we think we are just fine. We think we are heavenward focused enough. And we don't need these crosses in our life. But, but our Heavenly Father knows better, doesn't he? And so let's pray that instead of hating the crosses that come into our life, we, we embrace them. Let's pray that when crosses come into our life and they've served their purpose, that, that God would... Send them out of our lives. Let's pray that in all the things that happen in our life and in this world, let they be done according to God's will and not our own. As he is waiting for us to finally get to our final destination. Amen.